This is WDW Today. Today, sometime in late August 2020, and this is episode 16 million of WDW Today. I think 17. We have 12. Transformed into the future. 1712 WWT. I'm Logan Seculo. Past world is open now <laughs> at uh, the 17th gate. <laughs> All right. Oh, <laughs> the future. Past world. Yeah, past world. I love is, past world. It's it's uh, basically just the American adventure. Mm. Yeah. It's a post-America world. We, wow. It's real deep. Uh, I'm Will Haynes. I'm Terry Weaver. I'm Matt Lott. And I'm The Grease. And today, we're going to mourn the passing of one of our absolute favorite things here on WDW today, and I think we have to address it right off the bat. It hasn't been 100% confirmed, but they've told all employees, and it seems like they've told pretty much everyone, and that is that the void has come to a close. Our favorite thing, I would say my favorite attraction at Walt Disney World. You know what? Maybe don't name yourself The Void and expect to still be somewhere. Oh, zing. Mm. I don't know if it's a zing. I'm just being sad. Yeah, it's sad. Uh, understandably, in the world of COVID-19, that this would be a very hard thing to reopen. But I'm glad at least some of us got to experience it. Mm-hmm. Me, Will, hey. everyone but the Grease. I, did you do it? You did I it. I got, pink, did it with pink, I got pink eye. Yeah, he... He, he he's like, he, about spreading I'm actually, pathogens. I'm actually kind of sort of like understanding. Like, <laughs> yeah, you were the, ah, I kind of know why they got rid of yeah. it. Because <laughs> so, there's crazy people that will go do it with a disease. Yeah, so that <laughs> happened. And unfortunately, it is closed. And I'm glad we all got to experience. I hope you guys did get, got to as well. And hopefully one day that technology will evolve and we'll have uh, time to to bring back something like it. They're going to put it on, on contacts. You put contacts in. That's when, and you yeah, don't have that'll to happen anything. inevitably. Yeah. And then you put ear your own ear pods in that you connect to via Bluetooth. You're done. Well, you should go open it. I think it if Grease opened the void, it'd be called the avoid. Uh, uh. Thanks, Terry. <laughs> Terry sounded just <laughs> like the mummy <laughs> noise. The mummy noise. <laughs> Ray, can you please play that? I need to match it up. <laughs> He's thinking about it. Yeah. <laughs> wow, Terry, you nailed it. It was spot on. How old are you? <laughs> These mummy old times. Mummy old. Mm. So what, the what's the what's the protocol like when your favorite attraction, you know, like what do we do for the void? Like how do we properly mourn this loss? <laughs> uh I don't know if they're now they held protests for uh when Mr. Toad's closed down. Like they had a vigil. Mm-hmm. Those kind of things. I don't think. I think the void. Sadly, they were they were fiery, but mostly peaceful. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think the void was sadly more. Uh, we were really the champions of the void. Mm-hmm. I don't think that many people experience to experience it. I think people were willing to drop down the thirty five bucks for the fifteen minute experience. Uh, but I really wish they had a because I'm. It was amazing. So sadly, it's gone now. It hasn't closed everywhere, right? It's just so far the Disney locations have closed. I think. So I think technically. Because there's a bunch. You're saying there's a chance. Well, there's a chance you can go visit the void in other places if... Like New York. <laughs> or Vegas. Well, you have to quarantine for two weeks first. <laughs> Unless you're going there for <laughs> the, the VMAs, VMAs yeah. then you're home free. Right. They put out a statement overall. All locations of the void are currently closed. Yeah, right. so that statement is like the blanket statement. It's on their website. Yeah. 
that is for all the locations. So there's statements in Atlanta. There's state. There's or statements. There's locations in Minneapolis. Uh, there are locations in, like I said, Las Vegas, New York, Texas, and Washington D.C. and California, in Dubai, in Malaysia, and a couple in Canada as well. Um, no word yet whether those will close as well, but obviously they're all closed right now. So hopefully somewhere they get to reopen. That's a lot of tech just sitting there. Mm-hmm. I feel like is, there, just, is this I an know, opportunity to like, hey, you know, like I'll when QZAR would close down, oh, you could sometimes QZAR. buy the buy the packs. packs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. is this something we could invest in for personal use? I have them on my watch list still on the eBay. <laughs> like if you just need to escape, just one day one of those QZAR packs are gonna pop, and I'm They're just gonna price. snag it. No, there's a lot. You're gonna have a lot of eBay bucks ready to go. QZAR. I did too. That was a fun place. This was QZAR of the future, but what? now it's gone. But maybe yeah, maybe we could just – I know I'm Facebook friends with the guy who created the Void, and he sold it to Disney, I believe, or at least partially to Disney. I can maybe you – know, he does Evermore, the that theme park. That was the best thing he ever did. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Evermore, which is his theme park that he has in uh, Park – no, Pleasant Grove, Utah, where you can go. It's more like a, a – um, Wasn't that a thing, the, mm-hmm. the Harry Potter thing? Yeah, it's – this is <laughs> – that, that, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> what? No, in Utah, that Pleasant Grove, Utah, look, Evermore. Oh, no, it I is, know about it's Pleasant like, Grove. It's, yeah, no, it's like a Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings, like, it's an immersive theme park experience. It's supposed to be awesome, but I've never gone. It's open seasonally. <laughs> nice. Like the Void. It'd be fun. Yeah, I have a Void. Oh, well, I, one of our listeners just said he has a Void hat. She keep it or sell it for $2,000 online. Uh, I would a sell joke it. Because that's what happened yesterday. You would make more money. I have a hat. Than the void. I have a couple hats. Yeah. So Halloween Horror Nights yesterday put up a new piece of merch because that's what they keep doing, though there's no event. And one of them was a vinyl record, I think is what he's referring to, which was a it was a 30-year celebration on red, blood red vinyl of 30 years of sounds from which Halloween Horror Nights. Which is about how long you stayed online on yeah. the phone waiting to purchase So I called merch it. services, which I've never done before, and I waited on a whole 30 minutes, and I was one of the last people to get copies of it. I got two of them. They only would send me two. I got two. I got one for me and one for Bart. And uh, now they're on eBay some people walked into the store and legit was like, well, what I've been told was they bought one copy and then the next person behind them walked in and said, I would like the rest. Whoa. And now they're on eBay for, and they're 30 bucks retail. And I believe the cheapest you're probably going to be able to find on eBay right now is 200, 250, maybe 300. Dang. Uh, so uh, good luck. Why is it so expensive? There are rumors of a second pressing coming out in a different color. So. Blood green. Mm. But I doubt it. So, and then till tomorrow when they release it online. Hmm. I didn't say that. Well, I'm looking at this uh, like Evermore Park online, and you go to buy a ticket, and then you see this really strange picture of a man holding a goose. So <laughs> I, I'm not feeling like go to. It's literally just like this guy in like a peasant costume. Well, that's what it's like a Renaissance oh. fair kind of. It's like a. Uh, I click okay. buy tickets. I see no duck. It's a goose slogan. Oh, I do see the goose. Yep. Do you see the gander? Mm. Yeah, then there's you know, some, maybe a right. for the goose, you know what I mean? Evermore. Well, the I last do. thing before, look, we're actually going to play uh, a bit of Terry's uh, episode of Top of the World, where Dave Adams, his co-host, actually went to Disney World, unlike all of us, has had experience with Disney World, Max is on, and a whole deal. And I want to play that for you guys. I think it's important to to hear from somebody who's actually been there. We haven't since, other uh, than I went to Disney Springs, uh, since the reopen. So we're gonna um, we're gonna have that a little bit later. The only other thing I wanted to touch on is this weekend, Galaxy's Edge merchandise is hitting store shelves at Target. Uh, very exclusive figures and toys and a whole bunch of stuff. 
I was actually able to pick up some Galaxy's Edge stuff, honestly, at the Disney outlet, Opry Mills, uh, last week. I was able to get uh, a bunch of the stuff of the landing in 2019 Galaxy's Edge merchandise they had there. But uh, there is a Smuggler's Run Millennium Falcon, which is really expensive, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is a Captain Cardinal uh, Black Series, which Captain Cardinal is a character from the book uh, that you can get from Delilah Dawson on Galaxy's Edge, which I love and I've pitched it a million times. It's essentially a red Captain Phasma. Uh, there is, I believe, a DJ Rex and a few other items, as well as one that if you go to your store today, you may be able to get because I got it yesterday, which is the Lego Shuttlecraft from uh, Rise of the Resistance. And it has the first versions of uh, Vimarati in plastic. So you'll be able to get her in Lego form, as well as uh, Lieutenant Beck and a couple droids. So I was pretty excited. I am not much of a Lego builder, but I'm going to spend my weekend building this 900-piece set, hopefully. We'll see. It's a wow. lot of pieces. Uh, speaking of Star Wars, there's also all of the Celebration merch, because I guess, assumably, they're going virtual with their event. is going on sale. Um, yeah, one of, it goes one of my, first to ticket holders of Celebration, and then it's going to be available. Uh, and some of the stuff is fun. But if you're looking for Disney stuff, I, you know, I actually found it really darn cool to go into a Target. I know they did this with Haunted Mansion, and to buy Galaxy's Edge specific Disney Star Wars items, parks items at my local Target. Uh, I found it pretty darn cool. So I'm excited about that. We're all planning a trip to Evermore over here. I would love to go. Mm-hmm. I would love to go to Evermore. What's the guy's name who created it? I'm going to send know, him I'll send I him a message. I feel like this is his Aragon. pet project that may be like uh, the void was like the moneymaker because he sold it to Disney. Yeah, this is what he wants Evermore to really do. Evermore is going to sink him. It's been open <laughs> it for a couple years very now. very expensive. Not uh, to go. It's only like five bucks. Yeah. Oh. But to uh, to run. Falkyrie's not cheap. Ken Brettschneider is the guy who founded it, who also created The Void. There you go. Are you going to pick up any Galaxy's Edge merchandise, Will? No. <laughs> I'm sorry. Sorry, I neighed there like a horse. Terry, you're going to stop by your Target that? Sunday oh, interesting, morning? Interesting, though, Logan, you, you mentioned horses. There is horse and pony interaction at Evermore. <laughs> That's a way to put it. That's exactly what it says. I I assumed you read it. Yeah, Terry, what were you saying? So fun thing. I'm just I'm looking at what at because I wanted to go look at the uh, Millennium Falcon. Is there some like PDF sheets if you want to download those um, to do with your kids at home? Those look a lot of fun. There's a BB-8 coloring sheet. Oh, and uh, a lot of activities and um, some. Ooh, there's even a Galaxy's Edge. I'm downloading this PDF right now. Galaxy's Edge recipes. So who knows what. Um, what you can make from uh, the Mandalorian Ooch oh, cake. Well, I have to say, we should have had Bart Scott on here. He just got two new Galaxy's Edge books, A Guide to Batu, which is available, I think, now, which shows everything that's in the... It's really cool looking. Uh, it's like the smuggle, and it's like the Smuggler's Guide to Batu or something you find on Amazon. And he also got the Galaxy's Edge cookbook. So yep. both of those are available now. I think I may have to pick those up. He probably has them on his desk. I should have gone to grab them. Uh, I'll put but, the links in, the, in our listener group if you're not a member. You should be. Go to uh, Facebook and look up uh, WW's listeners group, and I'll put the link in there where people can download uh, the PDFs and stuff. Yeah, I'm looking at the Millennium Falcon. Uh, when look, hang on two seconds. When you said, I'm going to have to pick them up, he doesn't mean go and buy them. He means steal them from Bart. Well, no, I mean, I will I, buy them. I need them. to go pick them up. They were on his desk. I could have gone pick yeah. them up. So the, the Falcon that they're selling uh, – comes with a Hondo Anaka and it comes with a Chewbacca holding a bunch of porgs and which for some reason I think there are porgs this available. This is that $400 one. Oh, you sold me. It's 400 you bucks. You have it. It's 400 yeah. bucks 
for a vintage series Millennium Falcon. Um, that's a lot. With just a bunch yeah. of porgs. That's too much money. Who was that? There's already a Hondo Black series that's awesome. Who's the really... Hondo Inaka? Uh, that character, when you walk into the Millennium Falcon, he's like, welcome to Inaka Transports. Doesn't the ring big a animatronic. Bell. I know it doesn't ring a bell. You rode that ride. I'm aware I did, Logan. It was, like it was five also it was, uh, 4.30 in the morning. Yeah, no, there's a big, very lifelike animatronic. And also, I think it was shut down for a while, a period, right? That was Rise of the Resistance. I don't remember. It was 4.30 in the morning. Mm. It's going for mm. 5.59 on eBay, that that Millennium Falcon is. Like, they're going to be in stores this weekend. For $400, though. Yeah. Yeah. It's I think there'll be... Maybe a line. There will maybe be a does line. It, does it fly? Yeah. This no. Falcon, like, what is what's so fly? It sits there. It's just an expensive. It's a vintage series collection. Yeah. It's for like collectors. By fly? Do you mean like <laughs> with your hands you can hold it? Is it in the air? You could throw it. I don't I, think it's a drone. My, I will I, pick up two, at least two, if I can get them. Captain Cardinals. Yeah, if someone buys the Falcon for four hundred dollars and wants to sell me Chewy holding all the porgs, I'm interested in that. Mm. That looks like a. I'll sell a, that to, a, if I buy a Falcon for two for four hundred. Will you buy the Chewy for two hundred and then deal? Because <laughs> I'll pick up a two hundred. He said he was interested, Logan. I think I'll pick you up a two hundred dollar Falcon. Uh, I will be picking up Captain Cardinal. That'll probably be my. And if I find DJ Rex, I think both of those. I'd These like are all with. like I felt like I was a little bit on top of the whole Star Wars thing, <laughs> but you just literally I don't know who DJ Rex and Captain Cardinal are, but it sounds like like an eighties duo. <laughs> <laughs> DJ Rex and Captain Cardinal coming to you every morning from 6.30 to 10.30. We got your hits and your traffic on the nines. <laughs> now, Huey Lewis of the news. Right. The Captain Cardinal is a character I already said from the Galaxy's Edge book by Delilah Dawson Black Spire. I know. He is actually the person who, when you walked through the line of Rise of Resistance, uh, dug those tunnels and built up all the Put on all the tubing and everything. Can we not have everything be lore? <laughs> <laughs> no, that makes it better. He built all these tunnels. We should read the book. It's fantastic. I am. I've said it. I said it very clearly. Captain Cardinal and is and Vimerati are my favorite characters of the Disney era of Star Wars. Read the book. It's fantastic, and it changes the way you see Batuu. So do that. It's my favorite. I love it. Actually, don't even read it. Listen to the audiobook. The audiobook is like I'm listening to a movie for twelve hours. Amazing. Man, I have always wanted a 12-hour movie. <laughs> so is have this. Have you seen Lord of the, the Rings? And then, and then DJ Rex, well, is the Rex in the, in the cantina. I know. Oh, I saw him. Who was Rex, who was Why the pilot of Star R2? Tours. I know. Why is And he was decommissioned and became the DJ for Ogus Cantina. DJ Rex and Captain Cardinal in the morning. Yeah. And I don't know. Is there anything else? I'm not sure if there's anything Hell else racing. on this release. <laughs> so... Did do you have the um, Lego, the nine hundred and thirty two piece resistance vehicle yet? Yes, I have it at home, waiting for okay. me. Okay. There's an R five unit Funko Pop. There's a hyperdrive BB eight, or BB unit. It's red. Captain Cardinal, DJ Rex, and the Lego set. So I will be picking up Captain. The Lego Card set's at my target. I'm kind of tempted. I'm, it's it's tempting. It's ninety nine bucks. Well, could, well, when you consider the Falcon at 400 it seems like a I know. big deal. I know. I felt the same way. And it's a more unique piece because it's a piece of the you know, more of the ride. I mean, the Millennium Falcon is the ride, but I got you a know, lot Captain of Falcons. Cardinal, uh, he dug those tunnels. He's a tunnel, tunnel guy. He's a tunnelman. <laughs> well, he was injured. You know, he was a, originally, well, he was a captain in, uh, he and Phasma 
were together. Oh. And then he turned on Phasma after he was done torturing like Vi they Marathi. were together? Or they were just like, they worked together? Worked together. Yeah. They yeah. end up having a fight. So there's a book called uh, Phasma. He's in that book. And in that book, I'm going to spoil this because you're just going to read Black Spire. He, Vi Marathi is there. He tortures her. So uh -huh. he's not a good dude. Then he turns. I don't know if we're allowed to allow torturers to turn. Well, that's the whole story. And they have to work together to, and Princess Leia puts them together to go to Batu to start the rebel resistance. She's an base. instigator, that, that Leia. How dare she? There's a lot of that. There's a lot of internal monologue going on in that book. Let's do some plugs mm. and then let's wrap up. Matt Lott. I got a plug. <laughs> okay. Plug uh, away. On the next episode of the Mockcast, we have a special guest. Her name is Chrissy Powers. She is a family therapist and trauma coach, and it's a really, really good conversation. So that'll be up on Monday. She, well, she a, helps you get really you, good at trauma. Uh, you know what that means? Yeah, yeah. Trauma no. coach. Can no. you show real quick your new tattoo? Oh yeah, yeah. I got a new That's tattoo. That's part of your arm. Can you like? You maybe, I don't know how you can actually show it to the camera. That's Mitch, the problem. Can you see that? There it is, right there. Look at that. That's beautiful. Spider Man. It's a Spider Man. It's like a vintage Spider Man, like a yeah, kind of uh, Steve Ditko. Yeah, Ditko esque sort of Ramita, but not. it looks great. Thank you. It I'm, looks I'm really, really happy with speaking it. Speaking of Spider Man, Spider Man Homecoming and Spider Man Far From Home are returning to theaters this week, and I'm tempted. Huh? I may go. I want them to double be, feature. I want them to be on Disney Plus eventually. Are they not on Disney Plus? They're not. I don't think they worked that deal out yet. Oh, okay. So Logan, how was your, your? I know you went to the Sea Empire this week. How was your? How it was, was wonderful. No, it's it's Star Wars. The Empire, the Empire, Empire Strikes, Strikes Back. back yeah. Terry. I, I thought, thought Logan Logan says in THX. <laughs> I thought it was. I I I talked a lot about it on the reprogram. You can listen to that episode. Uh, I had a wonderful experience back in the movie theater. Like I said, I think I felt like a much cleaner experience there than I have at any restaurant I've been to. Uh, and I'm not to, to like downgrade any restaurants or talk about. It, but this is a gigantic room with 20% capacity. I felt great. Um, and it was a blast to see it. And honestly, two hours of staring at a screen, not staring at it, being in public and seeing, you know, not staring at people's masks and all that was actually a great experience. Mm -hmm. So I would recommend it if you're, you know, not vulnerable and those kind of things. I mean, yeah. you got to be careful still. Uh, Bill and Ted Face the Music is out tonight and tomorrow in theaters, but it's only playing in two theaters because they've, as it's playing a trailer right now on the screen, because mm -hmm. it's been uh, yeah, boycotted by the big chains because of it being on digital. Uh, so I'm not sure if I'll go to that or if I'll just watch it tomorrow, either late tonight or tomorrow. Uh, Y'all want to plug something? Our, oh, I was going to say our, our latest episode of the podcast that is up is with Rob Dietrich, who is over oh, yeah. the, uh, he's the master distiller and master blender at Blackened Whiskey, which is Metallica's whiskey. And uh, he tells some really cool stories about working with the band. And about that, and it's pretty cool. That's our our latest episodes up. You can check it out at thepodcast.com. Because from a, if you're a Metallica fan, this isn't just like a, a licensing deal. Like if Kiss releases wine, I feel like it's just... Right, and, and typically Greasden and I don't do a ton of interviews on that show because the ones that want you to interview them are ones that are trying to push something that maybe needs some love, you know? And yeah. But they uh, reached out, and we thought it'd be great to have them on, and it's not just a... The Greens loves Metallica. It's not just a sourced yeah. whiskey they throw a label on. They actually have their own process, and it's actually really good. It's blended from both rye and bourbon, and then they have a special process where they put it in sherry cask, and they blast it with really low-frequency uh, tones. Yeah. And that... <clears throat> from the soundtrack of Metallica. Right? Well, they put they have playlists, specific playlists they blast and it you with. You find out the playlist. 
But uh, yeah, you can you can actually look it up what batch you have and what the playlist is. I think that's cool. Like, so you could get like the Inter Sandman mix if you wanted or whatever, right? Like, well, you that might be on multiple. It'd be a lot right. more like yeah. Kirk set list. Right. Each each mm-hmm. list has uh, six songs except for batch one hundred, which has twelve. But they they do it on a loop, and honestly, it's it's four hertz to ten hertz, so. It's not like you can't not, even hear it. There's not people really sitting good. there being like, I've heard the same song. Right, right. Over so over it's like, it's almost imperceptible <laughs> no, you'd to actually human sit ears. There and be and, nauseous because those low frequencies actually it, move you. Yeah. Right, exactly. Yeah. So um, I like to be moved. So that it's a cool interview. Um, it's up at uh, thepodcast.com with Rob Dietrich. And last one thing before I go to Terry's plug, they just announced Batu now available on Sims 4. This just broke as we were on the air. Uh, get ready to journey to Batu in The Sims 4, a new pack is available to send your Sims to a galaxy far, far away. I haven't played my copy of Sims 4 in probably seven or eight years, but again, another appearance by Vi Marathi and friends, and I'll probably be picking this up. So it's got Vi Marathi, Logan's a guaranteed I buy. Just, I will <laughs> buy anything Vi. So is that just an expansion? I like the way you Off did. of Sims 4? Yeah, they're no longer making any new Sims games. Right. It's just expansion pack. I mean, it's been that way for now. I mean, Sims 4, I think, came out in like 2012. Yeah. So Makes sense. So Sims 4 came out 2014, so six years. Terry, plugs, plug away. Yeah, just uh, always go to terryweaver.com. If you don't sign always. up on my mailing list, I'm about to uh, – McNair, Wilson, and I are actually working on a new book, uh, finishing it up this week. So, uh, Is he in town? He's coming to town uh, tomorrow night, actually. Okay. We are, we're doing a keynote for a big church conference. It was supposed to be in person. But we're going to be doing it uh, from my office. But y'all so, will be together, but, which is what's important. Yes. Mm. Yes. My son loves McNair. Maybe I'll have to go grab a bite. He thinks he's the funniest person on earth. <laughs> I mean, he he thinks he's hysterical. He's funny, but he's uh, he's he's like a life a, a real life cartoon character. So yes. check check out that for Terry. Uh, okay, uh, check out the Airbnb. We do have some availability right now. Um, I think there's only availability for like a week or so right now. It's probably a little too late to plan. If you want a really last minute trip, we got a brand new palm tree you guys need to check out. <laughs> Ooh, get a new, new tree? Killing your palm tree <laughs> no, this is the second. It just took a long time to get it installed. You know, with everything. I, uh, I There's still some dates in September left. Not a ton open, uh, but reach out to me. Even if you see a date blocked off, uh, check and make sure. Uh, and then there's available uh, in October, November, December, and obviously into next year. And I know a lot of inquiries have come in about Christmas and New Year's. I have a feeling by the end of uh, next week, those dates will be, and Thanksgiving, those dates will be well gone. So um, those are top dollar dates, fair warning. But if you want them right now, I would book. If you're looking for holidays, it's at Airbnb.com. Thanks for listening. Now we're going to kick it over to Terry and Dave on Top of the World. Uh, thank you guys for listening. If you're watching online, you're not going to see that. But go subscribe to Top of the World, Terry and Dave's DVC podcast. It's available on all your favorite podcast players. And a lot of you do. We appreciate it. All right. Take it away, guys. This is Top of the World, the Disney Vacation Club podcast. Proud part of the WDW Today and Laughagram Studios family. Join us as we talk parks, points, perks, and all things DVC, and how to get the most out of your membership. Here they are, Dave Adams and Terry Weaver. Well, welcome home. I'm Terry Weaver. And I just came home. Yeah, and you actually were home. You weren't, I was home. You weren't in the top of the world lounge because it is still closed. Well, actually, it's not. 
it, it's open, but you have to be staying at Bay Lake Tower. Oh, really? Yes, that is what my um, the the concierge or concierge. It's it's, it's concierge. It's, it's concierge. <laughs> yes, I know. Well, that's what the concierge said at the uh, Grand Floridian. So, take it for what you will. Yeah, when you look online, it says it's temporarily closed. I I don't know. Yeah. Um, I don't I don't know what that means. I, you know, in twenty twenty, I'm starting to believe anytime I hear anything about DVC or Disney for that matter that I don't know what to believe. I don't know if it's real. I don't know if it's fake. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if it's permanent. I don't know if it's. Um, I, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't even know anymore, Dave. I don't either, and, and I won't know until it actually happens. So. I, I did though get to enjoy some some really cool DVC perks, and we'll talk about that here in a minute. Uh, and I'll tell you, man, mask, no mask, heat, no heat, the magic's there. Uh, I, I, you know, I, I, there are times in life when your expectations are never met, and I went down to Disney with this. You know, it's, I, I was going to Disney. I was going back to the parks, but I went down with probably the lowest ex- expectations I ever had at Disney. Well, my expectations were met and then exceeded. All right. So I, I you know, we can we can talk there. We we can start that. We could do some more, you know, talking, some more, however you want to do it. But I could just say this: that Disney, the Disney magic is alive and well. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think there's any been, been any argument from either one of us that that it still wasn't going to be special. I mean, obviously we know it's different. I mean, that's that's super clear. Um, yep. It's um, it you know, in as hard as we are on Disney at times, you know, there is the reality that they're just figuring it out, and so like none of us have done none of us have done what we're going through right now. There hasn't been a there isn't a, a pandemic manual for what to do. Um, although I did see there was a case of the plague in California today, which I which yeah. I, which I hope that I hope that isn't like a prequel to like yeah let's let's just see if twenty if uh, twenty twenty can just uh... so I'm a little worried about that too. But you know, according to people I, I trust. There's plague ev- everywhere. Oh yeah, there's. It's just we we've got a, a vaccine for it now. So, you know what's interesting, and I think that there's a word. And just as I was like, we were preparing for the show, um, I saw an article come up from a pretty reputable source just about how, you know, planes are super safe, and you know, there's that word right, safe. You know, like we want to feel safe, and I have right. heard from, and, and I want to hear from you immediately and directly, but every single person that I know that has been to the parks legit feel like it's the safest place they've been in 2020. Do you still feel that way? One, 100%. I felt safer at Disney than I do at my local grocery store. Yeah. Yeah. The only time, and we'll get into this more, but the only time I didn't feel just super safe was at Disney Springs Hmm. because you can't, you can't really, separate people when you're walking up and down between shops and, and everything like yeah. that. Now the but, one like thing that they've done that I kind of want to go, okay, you know, here's my beef. Okay. Here's the, here, since we got to oh, have, here's, a here's our new segment. 
Yeah, here's Here our, it is. here's our here's my B for the week. So, in the last couple, and I and I want to know if you heard this announcement or not, but I'm hearing it's brand new, like the beginning of this week. Um, and you came home on Sunday, right? Right. Um, in the midst of the announcements that you're getting in the Magic Kingdom, are are, are to not take your mask off, even for pictures. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yes. And so I'm getting that too. Yeah. And so like okay. Like I get the whole mask thing. I get it. You know, it's not not for it's not for me. It's for you. Sweet. Uh, six. But but if I'm standing six feet from another human being, outside, I can take my mask off for two seconds to take a picture. I think that's like one step too far. I can agree with that. I I, I think that that they. They're trying not to make exceptions to the rule. I get it. Wear a mask, wear a mask, wear a mask. And and, and yes, you know, there we should be able to take a mask, take the mask off for two seconds, take a picture, throw it back on. Yeah. But you start making the exceptions for this. No, I get it. Then you have to make an exception for that. And they're yeah, legit. So, they don't care who you are. If you if you're not wearing a mask at the gate, they're turning you away. They turned away a family, you know, with several children. And, you know, one of their children who happens to be autistic was not wearing a mask and they were turned away. Now, yep. I, I'm not a lawyer or don't claim to be one. Um, I, I, I imagine that won't be the last we hear of that incident. But, um, but yeah, guys, we're live on Facebook. We're doing this live on Facebook. And if anyone's watching on Facebook, we're doing this live just for fun today. See how it goes. If you have questions, I'd love for you to get your questions. Um, just leave your questions in the comments. And, you know, we're doing this thing. There's, you know, there's a bunch, there's a, more people than I expected to be um, <laughs> that are watching it. Um, just because we haven't been super active over on our Facebook page. Now, where Dave and I have been super active is in what we call the Top of the World Listeners Lounge. And if you're listening to the show, if you listen to the show regularly, or if you're on Facebook, just search Top of the World Listeners Lounge. And, um, yeah, I, I would love to have you um, in that group and... Um, we have a lot of fun. I, I I posted a lot of pictures of my trip in that group. Uh, I I posted some. Uh, I did I didn't post some opinions, but we're going to talk about this. Uh, but my wife has an opinion of Disney right now that will probably ruffle some feathers. I, I don't share this opinion, but I do want to talk about it um, after I get done telling you my opinion of the trip and the trip report. So oh well, I kind of. I mean, I'm being honest, Dave. I, I want to hear her opinion. Do you want to hear that first? Yeah, let's let's hear, let's let's it. Let's hear her beef. Okay, so this she shared this in my unrelated at birth listeners group, which is probably the wrong place to share this opinion, knowing where my coworker or my co-host works, and and there are some uh, some higher ups in the company that are in that group, so. I told her if you have this opinion, share it in, in the top of the world listeners lounge. Um, <laughs> yeah, because no one which, from Disney cares that we even exist, right? Right. She she's now a member of the group. So we're going through Magic Kingdom, which it, I hear that there are people on WDW today that that don't like Magic Kingdom, uh, and so they will probably agree with her opinion of this. But Magic Kingdom, in Amanda's eyes, Magic Kingdom without fireworks, without character meet and greets, without parades, is a glorified Six Flags. Those are the words straight from Amanda Moon Adams. Well, 
Those are strong, strong words. They are, and those are not my opinion. Um, I, I, will, I, I cannot stress this enough. Not my opinion. That's my wife's opinion. But the words expressed here. Yes. <laughs> um, Six Flags. Yeah. Pretty, Six Flags is pretty harsh, Amanda. Uh, <laughs> uh, at least she wasn't like, yeah, it's a, it's a glorified, uh, you know, Dollywood. I think I think Dollywood's much nicer than Six Flags. So I think that would have actually <laughs> that would have been a step up. You yeah. know, I've not experienced the character cavalcades, but I kind of you know I I dig them. Yep. Um, I've not experienced um a lot of the things people are talking about. You know, I'm. I'm but, I, I, I want to have a, bit, a good argument against Amanda, but I, mm-hmm. I, I see where she's coming from. Right. To her point, without the fireworks, yes. which are what makes Disney yep. Disney, without the character meet and greets, without getting to go up and, and my daughter's getting to run up and, and hug Cinderella and to hug Rapunzel. Um, now, 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 before... Because we talk about magic a lot, right? So let's 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 right. be on. You use the phrase "run up." Yep. Well, they really don't get to run so, up. They get to stand yeah, in line can. for an hour. Well, okay. Lose so their will always... to live, and then by the time, <laughs> you know, their legs are they're starting to lose the feeling in their legs, and then they get to meet Cinderella. Yes, but we always do the fast passes. Okay, and, and that that's one of yeah. our fast passes. So we cheat. It's a princess. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, they're waiting, what, 10 minutes? 10 minutes max. And then they're standing there and I still have to hold them back because, you know, two people ahead of them are, are at the princess and like my turn. They try to run. And, Mm -hmm. but I mean, still, we don't have the pictures of, of the girls with the characters this time that we normally like to have. Um, And a lot of the food options are not there. Oh, what, yeah. what was not there? Casey's is still closed. Casey's is closed? Casey's is closed. Uh, a lot of, you know, if you go and look, a lot of the... Why the, is Casey's closed? That I don't know. Be, well, it's probably hard to sit in those places and social distance. Um, I, I don't know why it's closed. There's The Friar's Nook is closed. Gaston's is closed. And Gaston's is her favorite, one of her favorite quick serves because she likes to go up and get that big cat head looking uh, cinnamon roll. And she wants the cinnamon roll. Right. I'm I'm, I'm a little confused that what what the. um... Kenny Kenny Booth says his understanding is that they are using it for cast members. Like they're feeding. Like cast members I, I, are just sitting there eating corn dog nuggies all day. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, but yeah. So those are all closed. They. So what you're selling me is I, I need to bring my like I want my nacho cheese sauce protest yes. sign when I come to them. Don't bring a protest sign because you'll be uh, you'll be kicked out of the park. But I I but I still don't agree with Amanda in all this because the rides are there. The fun is there. The the cavalcade 
are, to me, that's the parades. The move it, shake it, mouse could do it parade is still there. So. Say that again. Say that, say that again. Parade again. Name again for us, Dave. Move it, shake it, mouse could do it. it. No, it's the move it, shake it play. I don't know. You know which one I'm talking about. Everybody have a good time. Good, good time. That, yeah, that I one. I just wanted to hear you say mouse could do it again. <laughs> yeah, I mean. I, I've I've been watching a lot of the stuff, like a lot of the Mickey Mouse shows lately. So, Masker Hey, Masker Hi, Masker Ho, Masker Ready, Masker Set. Here we go. <laughs> I, I don't even know what's happening. I'm about, oh, to, so I'm about to go full Wayne, Will Haynes and just quit right now. <laughs> uh, yeah, I I really. I mean, Disney's an interesting conversation right now because, you know, we talk about this term magic, like, you know, there's this, at the end of the day, it's, it's rides in a, on, on pavement, you know, and they've, and they've, and they've added, um, you know, and they've added, you know, different things. Um, we just had a comment on the, on the live. This is my 34 year old son, um, with severe ep- epilepsy goes to WDW for the meet and greets and the fireworks. We are DBC and annual pass and will not come back until they have the fireworks. Yeah. And I, you know, and, and I've said, I that. I, 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 I've said, I wish they would, I wish they would, I wish they <laughs> could bring back wishes and do like, you know, change the show a little bit and make it where you can watch it from all over the park. Encourage social distancing, you know, limit where people can stand, let people come, you know, let people at those resorts be able to watch them around the monorail. Um, you know, but, you know, coming up here in about two weeks, you know, park time reductions are hours are getting getting going to be going to become pretty severe. I mean, we're, you know, we're, we're well, not severe. They're going to five and they're six going o'clock to in the afternoon. That's pretty severe, Dave. I mean, I can tell you this: you can find tons to do at Disney Springs around the resorts. Stormalong Bay is already opening, reopening. With the way the crowds are go are working, you can already get a full day at the parks if you start at the beginning of the day. I know you don't like doing this, but if you start at the beginning of the day. You can get the entire park done in about three, four to five hours, which which is Once great. You, but see, yeah. like in my case, you know, my wife has multiple sclerosis, you know, and one of the side effects of MS is heat intolerance. You know, right. so for us, you know, this is this is a challenging time for us to be able to go. Um, it is, and you know, and we definitely have some plans on on going. Um, you know, and experiencing, so, but, but we're well aware it's going to be different. Yeah. Um. And, 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 and to Amanda's argument, I think a lot of what makes Disney a remarkable theme park is missing right now. And and, and no one's disputing that, right? And the, so, the... I I know that the sooner they can begin to get more things back on, if you will, the the quicker people will begin to come back to the parks. Um, you know, 
I, I I've been a Disney rumor that's floating around today. Um, guest on the Making Out of with Fly podcast, Dan Cockrell has been making a lot of the rounds lately. You know, and he was talking about how the Magic Kingdom was testing a new nighttime parade before he left. Um, hmm. and which that, and that was they needed. that was rumored to come out for the fiftieth. Um, please, they, please, please let it be something like the Electric Light Parade. Yeah, and and they were well. I think it would be like Paint the Night. Okay. Disneyland, which is fantastic. Um, and they basically said, you know, it's tabled. So, well, everything's tabled. Yeah, but I don't yeah, I don't know that we have COVID. to table things in the end of fall twenty twenty one just yet. I think <laughs> I think we can be a little optimistic for next October, much less this October. You know, uh, I mean that's just that's where I'm at. And so I mean and I, you know and all of these things, I think, have a short fuse. You know, I know a lot of people who want to get back and want to have a trip. And, you know, you're going like to have me? that. You're going to have. Yeah. <laughs> and you've had that trip and you'll probably go back one other time. But it's not going to be something that's going to like. You're going to want it's going to it's definitely going to be quicker, shorter, faster trips. And Actually, I've got a, a seven night trip planned in October. Oof. On site, six night, on site. We're staying at Riviera. Okay. Yeah, I mean, and maybe spreading it my- out and being able to. And, and I, you know, I understand, and I, and I think a lot of these things will hopefully start working their way back in. Um, I, I, they need to get. Um, I've seen Fantasmic is drained right now. Yeah. Um, and I maybe they're. I think they're just taking advantage of the chance to like. Clean it. Clean it. Let's do maintenance. Um, um, they've taken the boats from um, Rivers of Light. Are I've been taken out of the water, but that show's obviously uh, that show's gone. So who cares? Well, yes, but you're going to need those things back eventually. Why? Not for Rivers of Light. Well, no, you're going to need those shows. You're going to need a show back. Yeah, you will. Uh, I mean, like I said, keep in mind. Animal Kingdom used to close at five o'clock every day anyway. Yeah. So Animal Kingdom is going back to just normal Animal Kingdom hours. Yeah, but that was before there was an Everest. That was before. No, that was 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 before before Pandora. Pandora. Right. Yeah, because when the park changed with Everest, Everest was the first change. And then obviously Pandora was next. Yeah. So you're right. um, So. What what it Let's you know get, how was uh how was how was the grand flow? I'll tell you what the grand flow spoiled me. Oh yeah. Uh, walking in, so the one thing that disappointed me, and this is such a small thing, totally a small thing, and I'll probably get laughed at for saying something like this. Oh, one of the biggest things that my family likes and that I like is walking into the resort and having that smell hit you. You know, beach club. Yeah. It's the same smell as Grand Flow, it's Yacht Club, it's all that that flower smell. I, I the DV I have that candle, access to that candle, Dave, if you'd like it. Our friends over at circa nineteen fifty five dot com have that. I, I have access um, I have access to it as well. It's not exactly circa nineteen six nineteen sixty five, but it's nineteen fifty five, which was the nineteen fifty five, Sara. Yes. It's I, I use the Magic Candle Company, but uh, also, I saw uh, Bose that sells it on Disney property uh, has it as well. Oh, the the candles there in the 
Yeah, the candles there at the co-op. But what I didn't, the one thing I didn't like is that the DVC Grand Flow didn't have that smell. I walked in and I expected something to hit me and it didn't. I wonder if just the the machine's off. Well, it was on at the actual Grand Flow building. That's what I mean. I wonder if just the machine is turned off. It might be. Yeah, because I mean they use a machine that that spreads, you know, all of those things out. So yeah, yeah. Um, th- so from the very first moment, you know, the trip seemed normal when we got to MCO because you know we go down to the the um, the little Mickey's Express. We didn't take a we didn't pack a a checked bag. We just carried on all of our luggage since we it was a short trip. Um, and we'd have to get our own luggage. We didn't want to have that mm-hmm. that wait time. But, you know, everything seemed normal. We get on the Magical Express. Everything happens. And then we get to the Grand Floridian. And I guess, and, and tell me how this happens. And I told, I texted you this. And you said, oh, gosh. As soon as we step off of the bus, there was somebody there waiting for us. And they said, oh, hello, Ellie and Harper. And it blew my kids' minds. So, Dave, let me tell you a little something about about sailor technology. I, I get that, but let, let me but, let me let me explain it to you because it seems like so you get on the bus and they know mm-hmm. that you're coming, and when your bus pulls up, they know your family and the names of everyone in your family, and so right now, granted, it, all of those uh, that was probably a cast member who had an iPad, whose right. goal is to well, try to it? partially check you in. Or to yeah. see if you've it was already the DVC. checked in. It was the DVC person. Right. Because they put us on the golf cart and rode us over to the, oh, you didn't, the DVC. Did you go into the lobby at all? I Yes, we did go into the DVC, to the actual Grand Flow lobby. Because um, we did some stuff at, what is it, Gasparilla's? And it just ate a quick quick lunch before we got to, to Hollywood Studios. Okay. But with we, we did all the, the check-ins online. Okay. Um, but the it was the the DVC concierge that met us and said, "Hey, welcome home. You know this. That we we understand this is your first trip. Welcome Ellie and Har- Princess Ellie and Princess Harper and and talk to us the whole time." So that's what I thought was the crazy yeah. thing. And that going back to what Amanda said, that's what that's the Disney difference, right? Exactly. You know, that is, and at the end of the day, what makes Disney spectacular is, you know, you know, Walt has a famous quote that it takes people to make the magic. Right. That, you know, you you can, you can create the most amazing thing, but without people, it's nothing. And the cast members and their training is what makes Disney special. And it's nothing that any other company in the world can't do. They just don't. Disney takes the extra, to, to borrow a Cajun phrase, the lag... Lanyap. It's the, the lanyap that they go that little extra mile. Yep. Did I say it right? I have no idea, man. I'm 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 not uh I know Shrimp Po Boy and uh <laughs> I, I can say Zatarans. I can say booting balls, you know, like I can't uh I, I, I can say hurricane. Okay, that yeah, that was <laughs> like the drink, the drink, not not the the, the drink. Oh yeah, yeah. Pat O'Brien's. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Uh but so we got we got to the hotel, rested for about five seconds, took our mask off because we had been wearing a mask all morning. Uh, then 
we decided to go over to well we had reservations for hollywood studios went to hollywood studios very first thing we did we walked into the line for mickey and mickey and minnie's runaway railway it's so hard to say that for some reason there's about a yeah which i've never i I still haven't done it opened like the week after i left Oh man, it's awesome. Yeah. It there is no ride like it anywhere else. Um it was about a fifty five minute wait. We wow. probably waited we probably waited all of forty five minutes. Um was social the, distancing, what, do you feel like you were spread out in there? Very much so. Very much so. Okay. The the problem with that is a normal forty five minute wait, no forty five, fifty minute wait would still have you in the air conditioning. Uh-huh. But because of social distancing, they have on the ground <clears throat> markings every six feet. How far, so you, how long of that were you outside? Probably 30 of that. Ooh. And so, right. So you are in direct sunlight. Now they have umbrellas every once in a while. But anybody who spent time out in front of the the Chinese theater there will can tell you it's hot. Man. You're in direct sunlight. Can't take your mask off. It it's it gets bad. But when you do go under the the overhangs, there's those fans. They they cool you off for a period of you know ten minutes, and then you have to go back out in the sunshine. But it's it gets pretty bad, um, but the ride itself. Why was that so long? That seems real. Hollywood Studios, from what I understand, is the park that's having the hardest capacity issues because there's no people eater. Yeah, there's no all the people eaters are closed, and there's no, um, you know, it. There's no. Um, there's nothing that's that that is gonna. What are there, seven attractions or whatever open right now? Well, yeah. So or in, the, not even open right now, just in general at that park, right? And so, Right. The people eaters at that park are Star Wars Launch Bay. Yeah, closed. Closed. Uh, you can sit down and watch The Little Mermaid. Closed. closed. Frozen single. You can closed. sit down and watch Frozen. Closed. You can Beast. sit down and watch Beauty and the Beach. Beast. Closed. But there's a new thing going, but eh. Yeah. Um, Indiana Jones. Eh. Closed. Closed. Right. So I mean, if you do the, the math on those and how many they suck an hour, because you think about Indy, right? Indy not only people eats the people that are in the show, but the people waiting to get to the next show. Right. Exactly. And so you're talking about I don't I don't know the exact capacities, but on the low end, you could safely say that's eight thousand people. Right. You know, because the theater for Little Mermaid probably holds about seven hundred. The theater for Beauty and the Beast on a normal day, probably holds close to a thousand. Um, the frozen sing along is probably 1200. Um, yeah. Indy is probably two or 3000. You know, it's, it's, you get, you get in the, you get in the low single digit thousands pretty quickly. And then you start to add cues and all the things that, you know, yeah, I'll say this. I'll say this, the walking around, um, Toy Story Land and and Galaxy's Edge, it doesn't feel like there's that many people there. No. In fact, it's it's very, very light compared to how it was. Oh, yeah. I, I let my wife and my daughter do, uh, since I had already done Smuggler's Run, 
I let Amanda do it. And they're only doing only one party in a a plane or a, in the cockpit okay. at one time. So if you only have two people, you only have a, two pilots. You don't have an engineer. You don't have a gunner. Huh. Which I'm interested to see how that works. But I don't I don't know because we'll never have enough people to get – because Harper's not tall enough to ride it yet. So I, I, it'll have to be just two of us riding at the time. Yeah. Or you just leave your child randomly hanging out in the middle of Disney. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Why not? No no worries. <laughs> um, of course, Savi's is closed, so there's that people eater. Yeah. Uh, but it, it's awesome. Uh, me and Ellie waited in probably 20 minutes to do Slinky Dog at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. But yep. even with that small of a crowd, VQ filled up in 15 seconds for Rise of the Resistance. And you couldn't figure out how to pull it off with your thumbs? And I I could not get in it. I tried. At, at 2 o'clock, I pulled it up. I had my party ready, but still couldn't get in. Hmm. And that, yeah, I think, the, is the You missed the 10 because you weren't there, right? Or, or did it close? I missed the 10 because I, was, I wasn't there. And now there's not. Because of earlier hours, there's only 10 and 2, right? Right. There's right. no 4. They they should do a 10, 2, and 4. Here's what I say they do. Do a VQ like they used to do fast passes. Yeah. But let a standby line go. They have the standby line of uh, ability. So but that, why not again, do that ride is going to be one family per vehicle. So yeah. you know, if there's two of so, you, there's four empty seats. So let it go. That's 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 some that's some more that you can eat up. Well, that's, that's another that eats it up, but that the ride only is, goes so much, right? So there's yeah. only so much capacity. Yeah, it's well, it's. I will say this: if you make a park reservation, and you're only able to go to that park one day on your trip, and you don't get to ride Rise of the Resistance, it's a pretty disappointing Disney day. It is the the only you, thing that you, kept you, me. You were bummed, dude. I was. But the the only thing that gave me a a sense of relief is I'm going back in October, yeah. and I've got two days at Hollywood Studios, <clears throat> so I'm going to have two days to say I'm dedicating myself to getting this ride. I don't care. I'll ride Tower of Terror thirty times. Just get me in and rise of the resistance. Yeah. So, but what made the day cool for me and. and I, I posted this. I bragged on Ellie in, in our group, and you, uh, everybody saw this. Ellie is just now 48 inches. I walked her up to the, the uh, rock and roller coaster thing, and the top of the, the bar hit her head. Yeah. So she's finally able to ride these things. And then Ellie, it, she's scared at some physical things. Like, we'll talk about it when you talk about Magic Kingdom. She's terrified. Of haunted haunted mansion, terrified. I saw that picture. She looked like she had literally just seen a ghost. Yeah, I mean, or she maybe she was looking scared. at you in the in the image and going, "Oh my gosh." <laughs> yeah, right. Who knows? But she said, "I said, Ellie, will your dad? Would your dad put you in something that would would put you in physical harm?" No, daddy. Okay, will you ride this with me? Of course, daddy. I'll give you. I'll give you. I'll I'll do it. We get in there. Unfortunately, the the pre show is not running. 
So we didn't get to see uh, Steven Tyler do the shocker. But I, I was excited to do that. So we just walked straight through the, the recording studio. We waited 10 minutes for Rock and Roller Coaster. 10 minutes. Like you it, the, never the sh- he wasn't even like, was it just the, the soundboard on the screen? Is that all that it was? Yeah, no, it was just the screen wasn't there. You know, you're looking into the recording studio. Right. Well, that's the screen. Yeah. Part okay. of that is the yeah, screen. You're, you're just looking into that. It was just the studio was empty. There was no no one in the Right. Now, it, the right. show might have been running. You just didn't no. catch it. No, it's because I was listening for it the whole time. There, there's nothing in there. Hmm. Interesting. Because they also don't do the pre-show for Minnie, Mickey and Minnie's. Have you watched the ride videos? No, I haven't done that one because I want to experience it. Okay. Well, I won't tell you anything about it, but it's the pre-show is is not there for that one either. So they're, they're, cause they don't want you congregating in the room. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. And, and the, the stretching room is not yeah, done. I know that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but anyway, so we get in there and, and Ellie, we get into the room where they, they show the, the stretch limo and Ellie sees it take off and she just, her face turns white. And I said, Ellie, are you going to be a brave girl? Okay, Daddy, I'll be brave. (laughs) Yeah, the good thing Uh, about that ride is it's smooth. Right, exactly. I mean, it's smooth in like a. I don't think it's not smooth on as your head if you don't know if you're not prepared for it. Um, Right, but yeah. Luckily, luckily, you know, we we were around people that were talking about it, and there was a a girl that was about her age in the group ahead of us. So I said, look, Ellie, she's about your age and she's going to get on it. And she said, okay, okay. We get in there and she says, daddy, just please hold my hand. Aww. I said, okay, I'll hold, I'll hold your hand and I'll keep you safe. Shoots off and she just starts screaming and she's having a great, I could tell it's that fun scream. And then you know, we get to where at the very end and they throw the brakes on and it knocks her head back. She said, I wasn't expecting that. Uh, but she you know laughs the whole time and and then you know we i make a joke and said all right ellie now you want to go do tower of terror and she looks at me and says okay let's go do it let's do it but so we go get into the line for tower of terror there is no wait at all it was a 13 minute wait for tower of terror you're hearing my, my youngest daughter in the background now. A 13-minute wait for Tower of Terror, and she's, which, as you know, is a walk-on. Give me a second. Dave stops to be a dad. But we'll... Yeah, hold up. Everybody say hi to Harper. Hey, Harper. Hi. All right. I love you. Go, go, go find your sister. I want Mickey in here. No, you can't, you can't watch Mickey in here. <laughs> she he, she no. sees a... Uh... My Mickey behind my head. Yeah. Do, do you see Mickey behind Mr. Terry? No. Oh. Okay. Let me go record. <laughs> Just a second, gentlemen. And you know, well, this is this this is the fun part of the show. But I, I hope, you know, as we're talking about these things, this is just us sharing with Dave sharing his experience about what the parks are like right now. We want you guys to hear our perspective. But we're gonna we're gonna quickly head on through the other parks really really quick. We've kind of heard well, Amanda's. We've heard Amanda's kind of vibe. Um, how was uh, Animal Kingdom? So we didn't do Animal Kingdom. All we did was Magic and Hollywood Studios. Oh, you didn't get. I thought you had three days. 
No, just two days. Okay. Um, Magic Kingdom. First off, let me say Tower of Terror was awesome. Ellie got off Tower of Terror and jumped up and down saying, I want to do it again. I want to do it again. Let me do it again. So, yeah. there you go. Awesome. Kay just asked, does Dave have pants on? They are very light khaki shorts. Yes. <laughs> yes, they, I do have pants on. Um, <laughs> I would not. I would not get up if I didn't. K is our kind of, uh, but, K is our kind of people. Yes. Oh my goodness! What a great! What a what a great! What a great question! What a great question! But so we ate at Sci-Fi Diner that night, and Terry, I will now say I agree with you. Sci-Fi burgers are not near as good as they used to be. Yeah, I mean, I mean, honestly, here's my si- my true review. If I was going to give you once in a lifetime, awesome dining experience. But if you really just want a burger, go have a quick service burger. It's going to be half the price. You know, the shakes yep. are great. I mean, it just it it's and, yeah. And what's interesting about Disney food is at the end of the day, it's the same. You know, it's basically the same kitchen. It's the same it's the same creators making the food, and it doesn't take much to make it remarkable. I just don't understand, but but sometimes it just it doesn't work out. And 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 sci fi is one of those places where and I think as a general rule of thumb, I think Topolinos is quickly becoming an exception to this rule, and I hope it doesn't change. But the more awesome the experience is, the lower the quality of the food seems to be. I, I can agree with that. Yeah. It's like, you know, Chef Mickey's. It's like, oh, this is so cool. It's like, yeah, no. But the food, is, yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree. So, all right. So eating there, we, we spent the, you know, I thought, all right, let's just quickly get back. And we, we're we all beat. So we go to bed kind of early Saturday night yeah. or Friday, Friday night. No. Uh, get up. We do Magic Kingdom on on Saturday. That was probably our first mistake because it was actually kind of busy. Uh, after probably about 11 o'clock is when it started getting just packed busy. There was about a, uh, 60 minute wait at splash mountain, 55 minute wait at big thunder mountain. Uh, seven dwarfs got up to 60 minutes. Pirates was 60 minutes. Hmm. So we, we we did we spot did some of the rides that the kids could ride. We walked on to to Peter Pan, which if you know anything, if you've heard anything about me, I can give that's or take. That's really Peter really Pan. interesting though, because that's an interesting that's interesting. Like, because Peter Pan is normally your barometer, right? You know, Peter, Peter Pan, Pan normally never... tells you if Peter Pan is is forty five or under, you've you've chosen a good day to go to the parks. Right, Peter Pan is forty five minutes or to to um, say seventy five minutes. It's an average day at the parks. If Peter Pan is over seventy five minutes, you've chosen poorly. Right. Um. So it's super interesting that sixty minutes for for you know and pirates pirates are they doing one family a boat? It's one in the front and one, and one in the back. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm seeing. I'm seeing. Um, I, I don't get why that ride would be 
any different because that queue is so long. Right. But if you're only putting, you know, potentially four people in a boat. I could see how it could get that way. I just wonder if maybe you visited on one of those days where it was so low that they had half of the attraction down. Maybe. You know, because, but, I, mean, I mean, you should not, be, right now, you should not be experiencing our weights in the Magic Kingdom for anything. But they're also allowing uh, cast members to get in again. Thank goodness. Oh, they deserve Oh, so that's, that, yeah. and that's because it was a Saturday. Because when you're a cast member, your spouse gets the same access you have. So, no. No? Yes. If, I, if I think a, it's just... Yes, normally, but I think it's just cast members are allowed oh, in now. Oh, okay. But no- normally, if you have you know to a cast member access, that you're able to get in with your family and kids. So that that might have changed it a little bit. Um, yeah, and, and I'm okay with that. I'm okay if it's because of cast members getting in yeah. and all that. But this is where it, it you know it got a little hairy because. I wasn't expecting 60 minutes every, every time, every ride, every, because even look at jungle cruise, jungle cruise, the, the line, the queue was out near the flying carpets because they're doing the six feet apart. Now, granted there is, you know, you can still, it's probably not that bad, but the, it was, it it got pretty hairy. I've not seen weights. I mean, I watch the app pretty regularly. I've not seen those kind of weights. So it was must have just got a the only, day. yeah. The only time I saw it was that day. Yeah. Uh, I I even went into the uh, the Splash Mountain because you know me having to try to find the Funko Pops. There was nothing Splash Mountain in the Splash Mountain uh, store. Crazy. Nothing. It was just a regular store. Now I saw people walk in with six bags though, and I really wanted to go up and trip them or something. I'm sure it starts the day as a Splash Mountain store, and then people go in there and they're releasing it over time. Yeah, I would have thought that would have worn off by now, but hey, you know, I, I don't know. There's just there's some things in this process where I kind of keep asking myself: Does Disney do, do they do they want do they do they want my money? Do do they right. want my business? Um, you know, I, the collection that's coming out on ShopDisney.com right now is a mini Dumbo crossover. Which obviously for my wife. Um, oh, I know, right? And so, like, she wants the Minnie Mouse ears with the Dumbo bow, and I'm I'm in some queue or some. Wait, I, I am too. I, I don't. I don't even know. I don't even know how that works. If you get in, I get. A, I'm gonna need you to uh, to buy. A yeah, pair, I'll help you out. <laughs> to buy a pair because you know, and, and that's. And I think that's the one thing Disney's going to really have to work really hard on. Their their team and their leaders are going to have to get really creative of 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 adding the magic back in and making things a little just easy all, all around, right? Right. Um. And so you know, and it's, it's I can agree with that. And it's it's a it's a obviously we're in those unprecedented new, new normal, normal. <laughs> times right now. Uh. But yeah, man, uh, it's it's. I'm glad you got to go. How was the? Did you enjoy, did you enjoy the uh, TV in the uh, bathroom? Holy crap, that was awesome! Yeah, uh, um, that wasn't the most Im- impressive thing about the Grand Flow rooms, though. Oh, uh, so for us having two small girls, what two did you young do? girls, did you do a one bedroom or a studio? 
Uh, we just did Deluxe Studio. Okay. For us having two young girls, a room with just a shower, which is what most things are going towards, is not ideal for us. Yeah. We loved the fact that it was it had a shower and a bath shower combo. Yep, it's the same. It's the same setup at the Poly, which is my right. favorite studio. It's the same. I think Copper Creek has those too, or some sort of variation on those. Um, no, no, not in the studios because the studios at Copper Creek are teeny 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 tiny. Um, yeah, but I love that double, double sink, double. That's oh, it's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Um, we are, we have, so in October, we are going to stay at Riviera. In March, we're staying at Polly. There you go. So we'll, we'll, we'll feel, hopefully by March, everything will be open again. We'll be able to do Ohana. We'll be able to do everything up about that way. Yeah. Well, we should so, all be, you know, we should all hoping. be vaccinated and back to normal and, um, they define normal. Well, the scientists have had a year. In yep. March, so you know if if you can't figure it out in a year, <laughs> yeah, then we have issues. Um, we ended the trip eating at uh, Art Smith Homecoming. Yeah, and did you do brunch? I, I made. No, we just did. Oh, you did dinner. dinner. Okay. Yeah, we well, didn't Which, do the trip. You had you had Mickey waffles as your last meal. I noticed. Well, yeah, we we it, but it was just a get Gasparillas, but still, we ended the. Where is the Gasparillas? Big... I've never eaten there. It is the quick serve at uh, Grand Flow. Where it's is on the it? back. It's on the back side of the main building. Uh, outside, behind. Yeah, outside. Huh. Like you go in, you go out the the. I've never I've never been in there. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> and so yeah, Brad. Brad Toon said, "When when Canadians can cross the border, it's back to normal." <laughs> yeah. Um. And as it's a. Uh, you know, interestingly enough, Brad, you're able to travel for business reasons. So, there you go. Um, I know several Canadians that are going to be coming to the thing for business reasons because they believe in the thing so much that they're willing to quarantine when they get home for two weeks. So there you go. Um, yeah, it's a. Uh, I. It's interesting. I do want you. Yeah, I do want your opinion on the controversial statement I made on in the. Uh, the, the listeners lounge, which is, which is chef art Smith's homecoming is the best restaurant on Disney property. Um, I would say it's a top five restaurant for me for sure. Um, okay. You know, the WW guys tend to not like it because it's, you know, Nashville like has 3000 different version of fancy Southern, but it's find me somewhere that has fried chicken as good as art Smith in Nashville. You cannot say Hattie B's. That's because it's not that's that. not fried chicken. Um, right. Monell's. Okay. Have you been to Monell's? That good? Yes, I have. But with the the cheddar biscuits and, and all that together, I, I just no. Don't but I think mean, what, what, what art has really created is a whole experience. Um, right. I love it, man. And but, dude, I mean, I could eat collard greens, fried chicken. Cheddar Bay Biscuits and Sweet Tea. I mean, look at me. I mean, I could right. <laughs> I could do that literally every day. His collard his collard greens aren't just collard greens. They're collards uh, turnip and kale. 
And so anyone that's going to get meaty kale is achieved. Okay. He has I'm going to gonna have to eat. I, I didn't eat. Try the collard greens now. Yeah. I'm going to have to do that next uh, time. The shrimp and grits is fantastic. The brunch there, which is the biscuit, with I believe it's got uh, pimento cheese and then the egg and the bacon and like the the the, the brick. The, oh. it's the, is it the hallelujah biscuit or something? I think that's what he calls it. I mean, it's something like that. It, it definitely takes you to church. Um, so let me ask you this. I, Would Grease say it's better than the Monster Biscuit? I, I, I don't know. Grease, Grease is pretty pretty pre- preferential to Hardee's. I'll tell you the restaurants for me. They're <laughs> the most remarkable at Disney. Walt Disney World are the following. Morimoto's. Um, now, now, what's interesting about Morimoto's is I have Disney f- people who are Disney fan fans that don't like Morimoto's because hmm. they've eaten at Morimoto's other restaurants. And like Art Smith okay. has restaurants outside of Disney. Um, he has one in Atlanta that's the Art Smith Bur- the Art Smith. It's like whiskey and chicken. I think it's what it's called. <laughs> chicken and whiskey or something like chicken and uh, um, it's like the Southern Bourbon Bar or something that's in uh, yeah Intercontinental. Bourbon Bar. Um, but yeah, I mean he has restaurants in Chicago. But yeah, I mean Art Smith's is fantastic. Morimoto. I know I'm, I know I'm going to get hate, and if any of you are watching now, I don't get the Boathouse. I don't dislike the boathouse. I like their truffle fries, but it's the, the you know the the, the boathouse. It doesn't, you know, it's I, I you know, I'm, I might go full grease on the on the boathouse, but take me to all you can eat shrimp with cheddar bay biscuits and red lobster over the boathouse. Uh, I'm gonna get hate for that one, but I I love Morimoto's. Yeah, um, dude, I love I love Tiffins. I love. Uh, you know, you're asking kind of for my top five. I love, um, you know, Topolino's has kind of come out of nowhere. The restaurant, um, gosh, I can't it? have an opinion on that one because I've never been. Yeah, the restaurant that's at the top of the Grand Destino Tower, I can't think of what mm-hmm. it's called right now. Um, that restaurant is pretty spectacular for especially for the price point. Um, you know, I mean, you know what it is? It's, 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 and it's, I call this the Waffle House rule. Right. When you go to a restaurant, if you have what they're really good at, you're going to want to come back. Right. It's kind of like if you go to Olive Garden and don't venture off, you get the, you get the breadsticks, the salad, and you get the tour of Italy. Are, are, are we really going to go to Olive Garden here? We are. We are you know my thought. You know my thoughts on Olive Garden. Yeah. But if you go there, you're going to walk out of Olive Garden going, man, that wasn't half bad. But if you try to like venture off and go do all kinds of things, and most, it, you know, this is this is free advice from a fat kid right here. If <laughs> if if you go to a restaurant, it's like it's like people who go to Deluxe Burger and ask for a chicken sandwich. Yeah, you don't do. Did that. you read the name of the the place? It's called Deluxe Burger. You just you could if you don't want a Deluxe Burger, you know what? Don't go there. Don't go. Right. You know, it's like you know going. It, it's just yeah. I mean. it's... And so when you go there and you get the thing that they're most known for and the thing that's remarkable or the thing that somebody who you know has said, you know, if you go if you go to an Omoromoto, if you get the ribs, if you get the I promise you that orange chicken will change your dang life. Um if you get their fried rice, you know, if you get those things that they're just like I think I think their peking duck for two is glorious. If you get those things, you're gonna go and go, man, that was great. And the same thing even with Boathouse. If you get the truffle fries, you know, and something fried is probably going to be pretty good. You know, but their blueberry cheesecake is to die for. At where? At Boathouse. Yeah. And it's like you know, what's the other? What's the other boat? What What is the boat called now? The paddlefish. Yeah, paddlefish. paddlefish. If you go to paddlefish and you like guacamole, 
and you have the lobster guacamole, you're going to go, wow, that was great. Yeah. Because they just shove lobster so, and guacamole. <laughs> Can you mess that so, up? So what, what if you go to T-Rex? You can't have T-Rex there. You shouldn't, there, you where... shouldn't go to T-Rex. Because it's just, <laughs> it's just a dinosaur rainforest. Cafe. You know what? Spoiler alert. Terry... Horrible food. Yeah, we know Terry doesn't like Rainforest Cafe. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Brad and Logan. Not... Or, or, or Bart, Bart and Logan. Logan. Brad, whoever Brad is. I don't even know who Brad is. Brad Toon. Brad, Brad, Brad Toon's a Canadian. He probably likes the Rainforest Cafe. <laughs> uh, well, all right. So there's my troop report, man. Yeah. Um, uh, and, and we've got and, some other... and an angry rant about Waffle House and Morimoto's. <laughs> yeah, but I, dude, I do, some... I do like Art Smith's, man. It's yeah, it... it's easily in my mind. Like I said, the best food on property. I don't know, and I love Chef Art, dude. I don't, I don't. It's up there. I'd say it's between them and Ohana for me. Okay, dude. <clears throat> which is which is which is why you're. Th- that's what makes the, when you throw the Ohana card, dude. That's where things start to get weird. And I, dude, really, I love Ohana. Don't get me wrong, but you can't remotely say that Ohana is the best food on property. Uh, uh okay. Yeah, I mean, okay. you've got to you've got to put your one percenter hat on for a minute and go, you know, go get a good a good a good something. Go get the surf and turf at Narcusi's. You've got to go to the. You've got to go and have the. You know, the dry aged, um, tomahawk ribeye at Yachtsman's. You know. Okay. Uh, so, so you're telling me to stop being a family man and put on my one percenter hat for a second? Okay. Yeah. Like, yeah. Stop thinking about <laughs> your children and your family for a minute and go eat some. And, and that's and that's the. And I and I and I and I think when Amanda said what Amanda said, and I think this really sums up Disney right now is what makes Disney what Disney is, is it's a smorgasbord. You could kind yeah. of get a lot of experiences, and now that the now now that the experiences are limited, it's a little more like oof, mm, I don't know, you know. And so when you start to take some of the options away, like hopping, like you know. Who who'd have thought we'd be upset about not being able to get a a, a subpar hot dog on Main Street <laughs> USA, right? <clears throat> and anyone who says that that's the best food on property, um, I'm sorry, you're you 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 should go see someone. Um, now, what Casey's? Oh, Casey's! Yeah. Oh my gosh. Oof. There's no way that's the best food on property. Now, 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 what I will say, if you want to talk about something that's fantastic. I will go toe to toe with somebody that 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 the the Disneyland corn dog might be one of the best culinary achievements of mankind. You know, I, I wish I could could argue with you on that point, but I can't because I've never been to Disneyland. Oh, dude, we're gonna have to rectify that when, whenever the state of California is back open. Um, uh, yes, yes. I, I, who knows when? Who knows when that'll be? Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, unfortunately, we're not going to get into politics on this show. Yeah, I'm supposed but... to speak in California. The next speaking engagement I have in California is on the 20th of March, um, and I'm, I'm optimistic about it. Um, so, I'd be optimistic about that. Well, you, you never know. Okay. <laughs> well, we actually have some some news we need to talk about, or some rumors we Let's need to talk, talk about. about. We've been doing this an hour. We do have a question. Yeah. Um, you want to do the question or the rumor? We we can do one or the other. We can do both. Let's let's blow through them. 
So Kenny Kenny said earlier on the show, um, so direct benefits are earlier are trash now. Yet Disney upped them the minimum point. What's the play here? Um, so Disney hasn't officially, at least I ha- I haven't seen it. Um, I haven't gotten an email about it. So, but I imagine it's coming that Disney is going to be upping the minimum point purchase to 125 points. Um, you know, for blue card access. And you're right. Um, the direct benefits are getting less and less and less. Um, yep. Um, now, granted, I have a feeling. I got a feeling. I have a feeling that to incentivize people to get back, you know, come 2022, Disney's going to have to start cranking out some stops. Um, because depending on. You know, we still don't we still don't know when um, what what this does for Guardians. We don't know what the open date is for um, Ratatouille. We don't know what the open date is going to be for the Tron coaster. We don't know how any of that's affected. Um, obviously, I think Ratatouille is coming pretty soon. We we um, I just saw an aerial photo this morning. Things are looking pretty pretty grim. Um, Things are looking pretty grim for the uh, Mary Poppins ride, and things are looking pretty grim for Reflections Resort, as we talked about last episode. So um, there's that going on. Um, you know, who knows? I, I don't know what Disney's play is, Kenny, about, you know, the – I wish I did. I wish I had a better answer for you. Um, yep. I wouldn't be making uh, any. I wouldn't be making any changes that could be perceived remotely as negative right now if I was um, the Disney company. But 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 who am I? <laughs> I? I'll say this too, and and this is something that we can talk at nauseum later. But normally about this time, we're hearing rumors of a rate increase. I would do that for APs for theme park tickets. Wow. We hadn't seen that yet. We hadn't even thought about that yet. So I think that Disney knows not to do that. And if they do, we we got some talks. Yeah, dude. I I feel like I feel like the AP universe is so fragile right now. <laughs> I yep. mean, I know. I mean, clearly, um, Sparky McGee, the CEO of the Disney Company, right now, whatever his name is, I try to not remember it. Um, oh, chick. He, you know. He's already said he doesn't like pass holders, um, but so, but you know what? You take you take the pass holders out of the community at Disneyland. That park's closed, right? So let me and try. I think, to and I think it's a- it's close. I think it's close in Central Florida, because especially when you get through the seasons, you got to remember Disney's are three hundred and sixty five day parks. You know, right. people people get a week of Christmas vacation, they get spring break and a week in the summer. Who's who's going all those other times? And you know. We also got to remember, like, we're talking about the coronavirus and how this is going to affect. You know what's going to be the longest before it comes back, man, is international travel. Yep. I mean, the Canadians are going to get back first. But, you know, Brits and, you know. I mean, you want to talk about January and February without Brazilian tour groups? That's going to be weird. You know what I mean? I mean, you're talking millions, millions of dollars. Of yeah. lost revenue, and so let me let me play devil's advocate though for old Chapek and anybody who's listened to the show for a good period of time when I'm on it can tell you that 
I have no love. Yeah, there's you're not a member that you're not a member of the Chapek fan club. No, but let's play a little devil's advocate. What he said, what he said to people, to annual pass holders who go and do the park as inexpensively as possible. Yes. For the people that listen to this show, I would say he was not speaking to us. No, he's talking because, about, and that's and that's part of the annual pass holder dilemma when you even use that phrase. Because right. we are a different DVC members are a different kind of pass holder. You've got to remember also that there was a lot of DVC members who joined. We're talking about benefits. One of the early benefits to to being a Disney Vacation Club member is when you came, you didn't have to buy a ticket. Really? You know, one of the early perks was you showed up, you got a hopper for the days that you were there. Wow. So, you know, I mean, you want to, you know, back to Kenny's point, you know, a lot of these things have been eroding over time. So, yeah. And, and I, I wonder now, I don't think you'll ever see that again. No. But I wonder if, if something like that would be coming down the pike to try to incentivize more people to come back to the parks. Oh, you're going to see, 20, you're going to see a lot of the, Moonlight Magic is going to have to come back in a big way. Yep. Because that brings Disney DVC or DVC sold that every time they do one of those. Um, yeah. I mean, who knows, man? Who knows where this all goes? <clears throat> you know, we're going to have a lot of points. People don't know how to spend them. It's, 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 I'm running low on points. If anybody wants to to donate points to the let Dave's kids go back to the parks. Um, Where do the Dave and Terry do a live show from the parks trip? Ooh, that would be cool. Yeah. I don't know that we could do it at the show because I'm not doing a show wearing a mask. But I'll do a live well, show we, from somewhere on a resort, you know, sitting on a balcony. We could probably do it at, at, at the top of the World Lounge. You've got connections in the DVC world. Yeah. Not as many as you think, my friend. Do you know? Okay. I, I, I think you might have gotten some. Has anybody? Is anybody listening? Um, if you're listening, be sure you join the listener group, um, the Top of the World Listeners Lounge. And I'd love to hear. Has anybody heard heard of anybody or seen anybody at the Top of the World Lounge? I've not seen any post, any entrances. I've not seen anybody mention it. Um, yeah, I hadn't either. So, um, you know, and that's and that's also proof, right? Like you don't always you don't always get uh, you don't always get um, good information from bus drivers and concierge people and uh, <laughs> they don't always know what's going on. Um, do we have a question? We're, yes, we have one question, and and this was asked way back in the beginning of August from Seth Willard. And if I believe, if I'm remembering correctly, Seth Willard is our uh, contest winner. I don't know. I saw yes, him. he is. I, he is. I signed a book for it for him, and I'm just waiting on you to bring the gift card up here. So, well, I, I've been in out of the out of the state, uh, but anyway, th this was answered by, and, and there's some follow up to this. Uh, Seth said, "Okay, so I need some help here. We should close on our DVC contract by October 5th of this year, yep. and our contract will come with 240 banked points. However, those points will expire December 1st." We would like to do a two-bedroom somewhere on Walt Disney property for Thanksgiving break so that we can use all those points up before they expire and invite his parents. This would be a great way to start our DVC contract. I'm curious if it is even possible to find a two-bedroom available due to the fact that we won't be able to book until after we close October. 
Any advice would be much appreciated. What was his use year? I remember asking him this in the in the in the thread. Uh, you? I don't think I don't think you did. Yeah, I think I'm I looking at it. Uh, but he did come back and say, "Okay, good news. Thank you for helping." No, uh, I did. TJ Fry. Yeah, we well, there was a comment. His use year was. Yeah, TJ asked him what his use year was. Okay. Yeah, his use year. Uh, his points won't expire until the next year. Okay. Yeah, so he's still good with that. Um, when you buy when you buy a contract that's loaded, um, some of the some of the listings will will load it in the current use year, and some will load it in the previous use year. You'll see three, and you have to know based kind of on which one you're looking at. Um, so he's going to have some time to use those points, you know, and. You know, and I mean, I mean, you, you have a decent number of UK and Canadian DVC members who literally can't use their points right now, so they aren't. True. So, um, and you know, yeah, I, mean, I was, I was very surprised at how quickly I was able to change a lot of things on my DVC stuff. Yeah, because a lot of the rooms were still available. Yeah, yeah, just, in March and and yeah. you know every time. Yeah, people are people are people are skittish. Yes, uh, I understand that. Yep, yeah. and so uh, Sherry Sherry Matt said that we should do a a live DVC podcast from a resort room. Yeah, Sherry, I, I don't know if you understand this, but I don't think Terry and I would share a room. Um, we could share a one bedroom. I'd let you, I'd let you have the sofa. Mm, okay. Actually, the sofa beds aren't that bad. Yeah, they're really not. Pulled it they're really not. <laughs> also, I don't. I think it would take about a year for Terry and I to agree at a resort to stay at. Well, no. If if, if we're staying in a one bedroom, I'm going to push for Animal Kingdom Kidani because you've got the second bathroom situation in this mm. part of the second bedroom. I don't think I want to share a studio suite with anybody that I'm not married to. Period. Uh, I'm I'm in agreement with you there. I mean, they're not that big. I mean, I I could probably, um, I could if I had to do the poly, I would. Um, you had the multiple bathrooms there. Yeah, but I'm I'm a pretty good snorer, Dave. So I don't know that you want to put yourself through, um, pretty much through that situation. But you know, I'll <laughs> I'll put myself through a lot of punishment to stay at the Polynesian Resort just because, um, you know, there's just there's just something about the old poly. That, uh, that I do have a feeling, though, that if if you and I went down there, I would have my kids and wife in tow and you'd have your wife in tow. So we'd probably have to have. (laughs) No, honestly, my wife is totally cool with me going without her. I mean, honestly, that's we've been doing this a while. Right. But she knows when I'm in show mode or when I'm in event mode that. She'd rather me just go and because it's normally quick when I do that, right? It's normally twenty four or forty eight yep. hours. She'd rather me just go and get it out of the way, and then when we go next time, there's not the pressure of that taking up our vacation time. Hmm. Uh, maybe maybe we need to go down in, in event and show mode, and and maybe I can try the same thing. Yeah, <laughs> I will say this: I had I had lunch with somebody yesterday, and they were like, she was like, I, I used to think you Disney people were crazy until I went without my children. And then I realized how delightful a place Disney parks are without kids. Um, I so I can agree with you, and I can I'll disagree with you big time because when I go without my girls, I feel like I am letting them down because 
of how much they they enjoy it when they go. Well, sure, but there, there's therapy to get that cleared up for you. <laughs> your guilt issues that you you brought on from your childhood, Dave. We can get that worked out. But yes, sir. Well, this has been a fun show. Um, it has been. You know, if you're thinking about taking a trip and don't want a DVC, and you want to head on over to Airbnb.com, tell Logan we sent you. Now's a great time to to plan a trip and uh, go chill it chill at the pool for a couple days um man that'd be great i mean that's that's kind of the bummer with the pressure to do the shorter trips you know because the magic is a little hard the magic requires a little more work to find i i will agree with amanda on that alone and uh hey will haynes will haynes ducked in here to watch this this experience live what's going on mr haynes yeah and uh but yeah guys it's been a fun show um be sure and go to airbnb let them know we sent you um, if, if you're trying to make an Airbnb stay, the best thing to do is to message Logan personally and let him know that you're a listener of the top of the world podcast. You're part of the WDW today, Lifegram family, and we'll get you a special deal. There's a lot of openings, even in the next couple of months. If you're like, you know what? I just want to go down there. I'm going to go to Disney Springs. Um, I'm one of those people that actually does like the boathouse. Um, you want to go to the boathouse or if you want to go to Morimoto or if you want to go to Art Smith's homecoming, whatever, whatever your Disney Springs thing is. You can still do that from Airbnb, and um, now's a good time to plan a trip. I hope everyone has enjoyed this. It was fun to do this live. We'll try to maybe uh, we'll see if we can do this again sometime. And uh, we wanted to get this show done and get you guys Dave's trips report, trip report, and hear kind of his perspective on what the parks are like right now. Um, and it sounds like for the most part, you had a good time, Dave. Had a great time. I, I enjoyed it. I was sweating profusely. But it was great. It was fun. Yeah. And, and and your wife's was a little less than a glowing review, but still had a good time. She the the resort was a huge success to her. Yeah. Okay. I will I will say it that way. The resort and Hollywood Studios, she couldn't have been happier. Just didn't have the most magical day at the kingdom. Was the train running? No. Ooh. Because the train the train still can't run because it's down because of the Tron. See, I'm a. I almost boycott the park when the train's not running. I mean, I'm big. The train is such a huge part of what the park is about. I mean, we when we when we planned our trip, you know, we did a we did a a a, 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 a WW Day episode, and we all kind of agree if we had to skip one of the parks, it'd probably be Magic Kingdom. Uh-huh. Yeah, I remember that. And people were giving us grief. And dude, I mean, I, mean, I don't agree with it, but I mean, you know. But dude, if the, if if the, if the train is not running, Disneyland and Walt Disney World are very different experiences. Oh, very much so. And, but and a significant part you... of the story is lost. Actually, I think. Um, oh, I agree. You know, and so hopefully they'll get that. They should have that. They need to get that Tron mess done and get the train up up and running, just because people need another thing to do. Right. Um, and so hopefully I've under, I, my understanding is is that we're going to start getting shows back here soon that they've come to some agreement um they I, have and but they just haven't they haven't officially been called back yet um as far as I'm aware and so and I think once those things are back up and going again that that'll give you a little more what's missing right now are all of the little things and so when the little things get going again I think everybody'll be happy Including Amanda and and maybe even Will Haynes. So I don't know. We'll we'll see about. Um, I know Amanda will. I don't know what can make Will happy. Yeah, there you go. 
Um, Maybe they straighten the Eiffel Tower. Oof, man. Somebody just did a parody video where they created a version of that. Uh, they have the Eiffel Tower literally bent in half just as a joke. And uh, <laughs> yeah, soaring over the CGI world. But guys, thanks, thanks for tuning in. If you've watched live, we appreciate it. Um, I will post a link um, in. I'm going to actually be in trying to. We're going to actually be inviting a lot of you that have liked the page. Um, to the group and make sure that you're in the group because the group is where we're the most active. It's where we're talking. Yep. Um, and so we'd love to have you. And uh, we'll be here at our corner booth in the may or may not be open top of the world lounge. And we'll see you next time.